This is Turn on the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle, curl. I'd actually like to start from Dom. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees the soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Coleman. That is again by Coleman. You got to hand it to Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. All righty. And everybody is listening to the 18th edition of Turn on the Jets Film Room. Another uh, bad week for the Jets. Uh, I mean, we'll obviously get into that um, a lot in a little bit. But before we do that, we'll do some housekeeping. Uh, Turn on the Jets or TOJ space film space room on iTunes, uh, YouTube. You can type in turnonthejets.com slash TV or slash TV. We're going to go to the search bar, type in Turn on the Jets. It'll pop up. Uh, Leave reviews and subscribe. We got no reviews this week, which is... um, I'm greatly disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm kidding, but I appreciate reviews, so, so please do that. We've been getting pretty consistent ones, um, but if you could leave one, like I said, it, it helps us out a lot more than you know. And we're both on Twitter. I'm at JoeRB31, and Marcus is at PatchMC42. Uh, Marcus, before we get into this uh, Bear, this Jets game, uh, we lost by two touchdowns. i got to ask you what's up, man. Going on, man. Doing good. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually doing good. Um, as as it usually goes when the when the Jets lose, I do well in fantasy. I won all my won all my leagues <laughs> this week, or actually all but one, I think. Uh, so I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, things are going well. So that's that's good. But the Jets are, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's well, <laughs> maybe you should stop playing fantasy. You know, no, that, that might be. I mean, that might be. If every time you win fantasy, the Jets lose. I mean, no. uh, vice versa. You, you might need to think about giving up fantasy. Yeah, but fantasy gets me money. I was about to say, what means more? <laughs> I don't know at this point. Unless the Jets, unless the Jets get a new coach or something, some pieces. Does the Jets really matter? I don't know. You tell me. Like I don't know. What's it just, so what? What means more at this point? Money in your pocket or Jets winning? Uh, Answer to that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it depends. A little bit of money, yeah, I'll give it up. But a lot of money, yeah, you know. Um, but let's get let's get into it. I, I, this is gonna be probably a little bit shorter of a show than it than it um, usually is because I just I'm not gonna lie, I'm just uh, busy as hell this week. Um, so I'm just gonna go, we're gonna jump right into it for um, I guess the duds. My number three was the coaching, Marcus. It's just, and I understand. I think there's been a little bit of an overemphasis on how bad the coaching was. Where they need to be more creative. They need to do more jet sweeps and end arounds and all these things. I'm not necessarily going to agree with that. I think that's easy to to say, especially when you don't know necessarily what you're watching. But with the coaching, there were some things I didn't necessarily like. It wasn't even the calls. It was it was more of the running on first and fifteen or second and twelve, and then setting up Sam Darnold and third and longs, and not really. I don't I don't know how many times honestly I would like to see a, a you know a chart. I didn't have time to chart the game this week, but uh, how many times they they threw the ball on first down? I think it was probably maybe once or twice. Honestly, I could be a little bit off on that, but it seemed like right. they were running the ball every single first down. 
Um, second down, they weren't getting any yards. They'd run it again. And then Sam Darnold was in third and seven or, or, or even more, almost every single third down um, he, he ran into. And then also with, with Bowles, I, I did not like the decision. And I get, I, I get it's hard again, but the Jets are down two scores in the fourth quarter. There's about five minutes left. They're at about the 40-yard line. The Jets on the 40-yard line. And they punted the ball away. I, I did not like that decision either. Um, <clears throat> that's that's a little bit more nitpicky there because I get it. Like you're gonna punt the ball. You wanna you, you're gonna trust your defense, but the defense hasn't been holding the running game all day. Um, right. So I didn't love that. <clears throat> and then the only other thing that I really noticed, unless you want to bring up anything else about the coaching, was uh, Herndon. I I get that Leggett's playing a decent amount because he actually got better at blocking. But I want to see Herndon involved more in the game plan. I want to see him get more targets. He's been making plays. So those are three of the things that you know I, I noticed from coaching. But um, what what about you? <laughs> I guess the only thing that I would say from a coach's perspective is um, just based on the record. And mm-hmm. even if you're, you know, even if you're down a couple of stores in the fourth quarter, you know, with five minutes left, I mean, dude, what do you have to lose at this point? Mm-hmm. I mean, just go ahead and, I mean, you might as well go for it. I mean, <clears throat> and, and to bring up your point, if you're having troubles, you know, I know you don't want to give up more scores, you know, just in case you get a chance to, you know, come back. But at this point, and we're halfway through the season, you know, and the record is what it is at this point, you got to take some chances now. Let me tell you the truth. And even the teams that are, that are, you know, that have winning records and, you know, I hate to, you know, Kansas city or new England or, I mean, even Philly who, you know, they're at 500 now. I mean, I mean, they, you know, the Rams, you know, they, you know, all these teams, you know, they, they take chances. Will they be on, on fourth down two point conversions? You know, regardless, you know, they don't get too carried away with where, where they are, and we're also like field position, but you know, they take their shots, you know, when they can. And I just think at this point, you know, why not? You know, just because of where the, where the record is, you need some kind of boost of confidence, you know, from somewhere, whether it be on offense, or, you know, you know, or defense, you know, to help, you know, gain some momentum team wise. So go out there and take a chance. If you don't make it, oh, well, I mean, you're, you're down by two scores already anyway. And, you know, in the games, you know, the games at the end, you might as well go ahead and take a few shots and take a few chances. Yeah, and I know that you're, you know, over the past few seasons, I'm sure, you know, you're in, you're in Texas and things like that. So you're not like, like, I'm, I don't know if you watch every single Jets game over the last couple of years, but like, it, this has been happening f- the entire Bulls regime where the Jets would be down, let's say, you know, 11 or 10 points or, you know, not even, not even 10, let's not even say that. Let's say 13 points uh, with five minutes left and Bulls would be in a fourth and three from the 20 yard line and you kick a field goal. So it'd still be two, a, a two score game. Like, Things right. like that, or um, punting from midfield when you're you're down two scores, or or you know two scores with five minutes left against the Steelers. Like he would do that, so he does that stuff all the time. And I just I see I I get the argument that he doesn't have the talent around the team, which he doesn't. But some of the in-game decisions as well, I just I just haven't liked, and I really do wish that the Jets just completely restarted this year, even with McCagden, because at this point. Listen, man, like I, I get the free agency. He's done well with that and, and stuff. But his drafting, if, if, if we go over his draft picks, have been just miserable. Um, and free agency, yeah, he's done well with, like, you know, Henry Anderson and Bridgewater. But, I, you know, so has he been 
I guess decent, maybe I would say below average, but would I like to see a complete re completely new rebuild um, with new coach and stuff like that this year? Yes, I would have. And I think it's just hard to do it after this year, especially if the Jets go like seven and nine um, because they have a young team who, who knows bowls and Sam Donald having, you know, him have to learn two systems in two years at 21 years old. It's obviously right. not ideal. So um, we'll see what happens, but you know, bowls might get fired this year. He, he really might get fired. He just, I, I don't, I really just don't see him as a winning coach. I just, Maybe he if he gets more talent, things like that. But you hear also, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's no. I agree with you that the only thing that makes that tough is one, mm-hmm. this is a young team, and two, you still can't. I mean, you still have to take in light of the extension that he just got. Yeah. So, you know, and I think in their minds, because of where they are right now, maybe Mr. Johnson knows that this is a total rebuild. You know, with McKagan coming in, so. You know, as as opposed to trying to piece things together with, you know, like they've been doing, you know, the last few years, you know, with, with you know, since Todd has got there, you know, maybe now they're just finally starting to actually, you know, rebuild a team, you know, establish a young nucleus and and see what happens maybe next year. You know, yeah. that's, that's kind of the sense I'm getting, you know, just from the moves that they made and then, you know, reading some of the clippings, you know, they're going to be really mm-hmm. active this spring coming up, which means that they're going to obviously bring in a lot of, you know, free agents, maybe vets. So they'll probably keep the nucleus of the team and, and try to piece it in, you know, with a lot of, you know, yeah. you know, established vets or, or guys that are four and five years, you know, three to five years in the league already. Maybe like a guy like uh, Tremaine Johnson, who's played four games for the Jets at this point and got burned in almost all those games. Uh, hoping he plays this week. But that, that guy needs to play well because the Jets are on the books with him for at least the next two years after this year. So, right, right. Um, But, yeah, it's just – like that's what's hard to fire him after Sam Donald's first year with a young team. But, I would, like I said, if, if I could go back in time and fire him, I, I would have fired him in the, in, you know, the offseason. Um, but that's not my decision, obviously. Um, but let's just let's, let's get into the rest of the game. Offensive line, I gave up my second dud of the game. Uh, I only got three plays from them, but the the you'll see the pass blocking come up in the Darnold plays. I only you know I have a couple of those as well. But uh, the run blocking this game was just it, it was abysmal again. The Jets averaged two point four yards per rush, twenty four rushes for five for fifty seven yards. So they were getting absolutely nothing. And there was one stat during the game they brought up in the broadcast. The Jets had five straight runs that went for zero or negative yards. Wow. And yeah. So it was just abysmal. Um, Crowell was a part of that as well. I'll, I'll bring him up, him up in a little bit. But his, in, in, the inconsistent vision showed um, you know, in this game. And even just like this is this is Brandon Shell where people say like, you know, if, you, if you're watching, he's watching right here. He's the right tackle, you know, against the, uh, the four eye tech. And people, you know, he's decent in pass protection, like I said, but his run blocking is so bad. And Marcus, you can see the form right there. That's yeah. if you're watching on the on YouTube, you can't ever block with your head down. He's looking at the turf, he, or the, I don't know. If, I I think Soldier Field is actually grass. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. So he so he he ducks his head. He's not he's not driving his feet, and then it looks like he. Well, I don't know if he's really even playing high, but he just he just doesn't he, he's not he doesn't have a feel for his body, and then he gets hump moved, and. The guys, the the four eye tech is right in Carell's face. It's just that he really has no shot. You have Andre Roberts and Herndon blocking the same guy, so you have thirty eight and twenty three coming off, you know, pretty much clean off the edge right there. Um, mm-hmm. Who has to get taken on, you know, taken on by the pulling James Carpenter? So like, it's just it, it, the run game looked like this literally all game. Yeah, and just you know, having just playing in in, in Fangio's offense, excuse me, defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always going to be a lot of slants, a lot of stunts, which is, you know, kind of what you see here with, you know, with Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, you look at out the, the left outside linebacker, you know, he's slanting in the field, you know, I guess you can call it the AB, the C gap, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, to, you know, and that's, you know, partly his job. He's going to take on two and it leaves two guys free on the outside. Even though they just have a puller coming around, but you still have an extra, you know, Chicago still has an extra guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in regards to the, the, the pass blocking, yes, no. The worst thing as a pass blocker you could do, it, it doesn't matter if you're a receiver or back or whatever, is block with your head down. And especially when you're in the trenches, because now his head is no, parallel to the ground. Like yeah, you have, you, have no, you have no body balance at all. So the hump move is easy for is easy, you know, for mm-hmm. for this defender. So now once he feels him and he's got his weight and he's got his momentum and he realizes, okay, his head is down. He's you know I can feel his weight on him in regards to where he's leaning. The hump move is easy, you know, because he has leverage now. I mean that's I mean that's yeah that's <laughs> just bad fundamentals. That's all mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, and uh, it's. Like people say, he played fantastic this game. Which, listen, he—I think he was good in run in, in the uh, pass blocking game, but run blocking—it's just the entire offense needs needs to work. Uh, I got two more plays of of the offensive line, and we'll move on. Like I said, it's just—it's—it's it's been a recurring theme. All the stuff we've shown this this year has happened this game. So there's nothing new that that we're that we're showing you here. But look at look at Beecham right here. They're they're, they're running a. It, it looks like it's either I, I would call it a, a mid zone for, to an inside zone where that that aim point looks like it's either the, the C gap or the or the B gap um, off that tackle or James Carpenter, and Beecham just takes way too way too wide of an angle here. And he just he's not expecting that that outside linebacker to jump inside to the B gap, but you have to be prepared for that. He just gets he gets beat right across his face. It's nothing like. It's nothing like the, the the outside linebacker did that was so special speed right. burst agility spin move he just he just runs right past him and right. and that automatically cuts off his aiming point he ha- he has to cut the run back at this point which on the back side of the run shell throws a really really um I, I can't what am I think it's like a it's like a tele- telegraphed freaking cut move where he like kind of you see him like plant and then dive into him where he, he's not right. eating up that space and then diving into him so he telegraphs it so yeah. it's just it's Go ahead. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, you're exactly right on everything. I mean, beaching the angles too wide, you know, especially when you're zone stepping. You want, I mean, you want to, you have to see what a defender is and, and <coughs> see what is what his linebacker's lined up. He's already wide, so you don't have to jump out on him, you know, to mm-hmm. go ahead and get him already. You if want anything, to, just you know, kick him out. Yeah, your path. Will, yeah, you want your path to be inside out. You know, not mm-hmm. <clears throat> not jump out at the guy. Um, Usually when, when offensive linemen jump at, you know, we call it jumping. When they jump at, at mm-hmm. defenders interiorly, uh, it, usually something like this happens. You lose leverage or you, know, you get too wide or you actually, even if you jump a guy and you get too far inside, you know, he can just run around you. Uh, and the cut block, yeah, you got to use that space and make that. I mean, it's a good job by defender reading the cut block, getting his hands down, but it, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it's not a spectacular job of, of you know, of, of cutting the guy at all. No, yeah, it was just it was telegraphed. That you could you could tell it was coming the way yeah. he hopped. Um, you got to eat up that space, you know, like just like you know a lot of things. Um, last play the offensive line here. Um, and let's see what this one is. So I, I literally put bad run block. Now I didn't feel like labeling stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> and this is this is this is Jonathan Harrison. Like it's it's so it's it's just a this is another just it's either I would call either a, a tight uh, tight split. Or tight inside, no, no, not tight inside zone, just a um, tight zone split because you have that split defender coming off the, you know, the backside linebacker right there. Right. And I don't know what Harrison's doing here. I understand he he's trying to help um, Carpenter with that with that combo block with that ace combo block. Yeah, um, but so you, you can't you, have, you you can't when you have an immediate threat in your face. Like yeah, he's that. reaching for him. Why? Uh, yeah, I mean it. 
yeah, for off his initial step, he should be on the linebacker right now. Like he didn't have yeah. to follow, <clears throat> you know, he doesn't have to follow follow, you know, the 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 nose at this point. You know, the linebacker is the immediate threat now, getting to the mm-hmm. second level. So after that first step, he needs to be on him right now. You know, kicking him out. I mean, actually, if he does that, if he gets on him and kicks him out, there's, I mean, he's not gonna make a lot of yards. I mean, it depends on the pro breaks his tackle. You know, from the safety down in the box. Yeah, as well. yeah, right now, a gap, yeah. Right, yeah, right. But at least, at least, you know, you give him a chance to break the tackle. You know, you know what I'm saying. But because you miss the immediate threat, which is right in front of you, uh, you know, the, the, it goes for no game. You know, again, you know, that's 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 just all. This is fundamentals. I mean, there's this. It's, that, so, that has, it's so frustrating yeah. to watch when it's not even like it's power, scheme, anything. Right. Exactly. It's just it's not you're got not getting outmatched. It's not power. It's not great technique. It's just blown assignments all over the offensive line. The defense, it's just – and this is why, like – and this is so hard, and it's hard for me to judge because, you know, I didn't play in the NFL. High school it's different. Um, but at this point, is it the players? Is it the coaches? How they're being coached up? Are they just that bad? Because, like, listen, if this – if this um, if the two-tech right here was, like, the penetrate the A-gap, yeah, you know, get on that, that combo block, then work to the second level. Right. Jumping into the B-gap, why are you chasing him? You have to get to that linebacker. Like you said, he's the immediate threat. So, like, well, is this, is this coaching? Is this a mixture of both? Like, where, where, who would you put this more on? Because – it's it's consistent with the offensive line. With yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be everything. It's, it's got to be a little bit of both. To tell you the uh, truth, I mean, yeah. because I can't just because I'm I'm not in a room, so I don't want to completely blame the coaches because yeah. they may be teaching the right fundamentals, and they may be actually the players actually may be doing it well in practice, but in the game they don't apply what they've done through the week. So you know, it could be you know, or it could be. Uh, you know, there's not enough detail in certain instances like the run blocking and things like that. But usually O-line and D-line coaches are pretty damn detailed, <laughs> you know, to tell you the yeah. truth. Um, yeah. So it's hard for me to believe that, that you know, they're not getting the correct coaching. You know, you just got to be able to apply, you know, for, apply what you've learned throughout the week. You know, and, and they see all the looks. You know, uh, you know, I know Coach Bowles, you know, in regards to how detailed he is and, and the looks that they give, it, they're seeing all the looks. You know, it's just a matter of them executing the looks. It's just like I said. It's, it's frustrating to watch. It's not even better players like just you know out outpowering anything like that. It's just straight up just fundamentals and blowing assignments and just it's 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 consistent. It's frustrating to watch at times. But um, moving on. I don't have a uh, video for the number one duds because I, I didn't want to show just guys getting locked up. But I, I put the pass catchers in this game. I don't know how many times we're watching the broadcast, and it was true because Romo was showing the stuff the the plays. But he was literally almost every ball that Donald threw away or had to force was like. Nobody's open this play. Nobody's open this play. Nobody's open this play. And I watched the film. And and by the way, the Bears have the worst, the worst all twenty-two tape in the, in the NFL. Um, the angles are terrible. But nobody was getting open. Just no, just nobody was at all. Um, so Donald had nowhere to throw the ball. He had no running game. He was starting from behind, you know, the chains because of of false starts and penalties. People were having drops. So Donald literally had absolutely no help this game. And yeah. I put the pass catchers at number my number one dud. So. Yeah, and and you know, as a, going back to how we were when we played with Fangio, you know, and myself and Aaron Glenn were the corners. You know, we were, you know, and we, you know, we were similar to. I guess, well, we were a corners heavy team in regards to, you know, he usually let us, you know, myself and Aaron and 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 uh, whether it was Kenny Wright who was our nickel. Um, I can't remember who the other guy was that came in when, that was our nickel, but usually we played. I mean, we played quite a bit of man to man. You know, tell you the truth, um, you know, on the outside, you know, and that's that's part of Coach Fangio's defense. You know, we mixed in some zone or mixed in some zone pressures. You know, it was kind of week by week, obviously. But, 
you know, his that's what his defense is built on. If you can if he can Coach Fangio is like, look, if we can lock you up on the outside, mm-hmm. then the then everything else is done. And yeah. I mean that's kind of how the game, you know, played out. No rushing, you know, fifty seven yards rushing, uh not a lot of yard, not a lot of yards passing, you know, and that's you Just know look that, at the stat on the bottom of the screen right here, Marcus. First time an opponent's ten ter- uh, territory since twelve minutes left in the second quarter. Second quarter it's the yeah. fourth minute it's the fourth quarter, twelve minutes left. Yeah, I mean so, that's how I mean, but that's that's what you know Coach Fangio's defense is you know is based off of. And, yeah, and they executed it well. Can you imagine if they had Khalil Mack this game? I know. Man. Wow. Because Donald was pressured a lot, um, and they need playmakers. And this is what happens to the offensive line. Listen, you know, Beecham is, is he was an okay signing. He's a lot better than they got. They brought in like Ryan Clady. But this is what happens when you don't invest in, in, in you know the offensive line at all. It's just been a, they haven't had a first round pick since Mangold and and Ferguson like ten years ago on the offensive line, and they don't really sign any big time free agents. Like even Carpenter, like he's played. He played good the first year, but he's like a he's like a four million dollar signing. Like they're not investing heavily into the offensive line. Brandon Shell was a fourth round pick. Winters was what a second round pick, like a couple like two thousand twelve or thirteen, whatever it was. Um, so they need to invest in the offensive line. They need to give Donald weapons. They need a pass rusher. They need corners. Uh, regardless of what you say, people say Roberts played really well this game. I'm going to uh, kind of debunk that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's just he he needs talent around him. It's just it's on that he's 21 years old and he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have a running game, and his receivers. You know, I know he, there's injuries, but it's Dante Burnett, Rashad Matthews, who's been here three days. You have uh, Jermaine Curse, who's you know we like him, but he's not a number one receiver. Shouldn't be the number one three team, no way. And that's that's pretty much it right now. And Sharon yeah. Pete and Andre Roberts. It's like, dude, this is so. Well, moving on to the to the studs, air quotes studs. Yeah, uh, I had I had so right. I quickly because Herndon, I literally gave him. He had one catch for sixteen yards and a touchdown. I gave him a stud because I, I, he's been playing better. He had a nice he had a nice catch for the, for the touchdown. Whatever. I don't know why he was used less than like it. That's moving on. Number two stud, uh, Deontay Burnett. This is a second game in the NFL. He had four receptions for sixty one yards. Um, you got to like that. You know, if you can, even if you could be the fifth or sixth receiver on this team. Um, right. You know, that's I'll, I'll take it for an undrafted guy who they just signed, but he's on top of the screen right here, and he just he runs a stutter and go. And Donald literally, this is nothing on Donald. Donald just chucks the ball up there, and he it's actually a little bit short, but he just he's trusting Burnett here because they have that you know that chemistry. And Burnett makes a he makes a good play. Now, yeah. When I watch it again, like maybe I like to see him attack the ball a little bit more here, but um, it's a nice catch. So yeah, it's a good catch. The bad play by I think that's Fuller. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's good job of I mean good job of he's going up and 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 taking the ball. You know, yeah. so I mean he I mean he makes the play, but you need more of these plays. But the, but a lot of the plays that the Jets make are difficult like that, and they shouldn't have to. You know, they shouldn't be. I, know, I understand you have to mm-hmm. make it some plays. You know, and that's part of the game because you know obviously the defenders in this league are are pretty good. Uh, but they shouldn't always have to be like that. But. I mean, in this case, I mean, it's a great play by Burnett going up and attacking the ball and getting it. Yeah, it was not a good play by Fuller, but um, we'll take it. So, Donald, I have like five or six plays of Donald. He's my number one um, stud, 14 for 29, uh, 153 yards, which is, does not look good. Um, one touchdown, zero interceptions. But like I said, with what he was working with the offensive line running game this game, um, I, you know, I have to give it to him. And I think I'll talk about penalties in a little bit. I think I have it queued up, but – Dude, those first three drives, it was like the first play of the game, false start. Second play of the second drive, false start. 
like third play of the third drive or second play of the third drive, false start. So like, it, it, and then you had nowhere to run the ball. You had nobody getting open. So Donald, it, it was, uh, it was brutal to watch this, this offense. And he just, I felt bad for the kid. I really did. And, he, and that was the first right. time he actually got like frustrated was this game. You could tell he was frustrated. Um, so I have some good plays, some, some bad plays of Donald as I, as we always do. Um, it's not as much as it usually is. I usually have a crap load of plays, but on this play, I watched it from multiple angles. Um, and he's taking this, this snap from, from a shotgun three by one set to the, um, to the field side. And he, so at first, well, no, no, no. So this wasn't, this wasn't, yeah. So this wasn't the bad one. I thought this was the bad one, but so he actually sees, um, you know, curse open on the stop and maybe I would see him, you know, throw the ball a little bit quicker as, as this linebacker takes the angle to come out on the running back. So he like to throw see him throw it here. He has, he does have to move a little bit in the pocket because of, Brian Winters getting bull rushed back back into him, um, but Curse just st- like this is a play. I, he needs to make this play. He he needs to attack this ball, Marcus. What do you what do you think? He because he the ball gets deflected here and almost gets picked. Yeah, I mean even if you're running, even, just because you're running a curve route down the down the field, mm-hmm. you still got to come back to the ball. I mean I understand you're trying to get the first down, and it's I mean it's third down. One I like to see that route run a little further than 11 yards or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know you you run you basically run it right at the sticks. You know, run it, you know, a yard or, you know, a yard and a half, you know, further afield just to give yourself a little bit of room to come back, you know, to make the catch. But he's got to come back and attack this ball. I mean, because now just by standing there, you get a defender, <clears throat> you give the defender a chance to make a play on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, and I actually like this play too from Donald, like little subtle things where he's like, he, he, he's looking, he's flipping his hips to throw it to, to Cruel, which moves that linebacker, which moves that, that curl stop route, you know, behind that linebacker. So it's a really nice play from Donald. Um, like I said, maybe a little bit sooner, but he has pressure in his face and, you know, curse does need to attack this ball. You, you have to know there's a defender right behind you. Um, and you can't just let the ball basically, you know, get into your body. It's, it's not getting into his body, but it pretty much is. He needs to, he needs to drive towards this ball a little bit. Um, so that's that, um, the next play of Donald, let's see. Um, oh, so I think this is a play where he avoids a rusher. Uh, let me see. So, um, Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like it's obviously like maybe now maybe this is a little bit on him. Maybe he doesn't recognize the the blitz, even though it does look like man, like that's hard to recognize that that blitz right there from from the corner who's um you know who looks like he's playing man on uh, Jermaine Curse. But again, nobody's really nobody's really open. He looks he's looking to the left. I look, there's nobody open there. He looks to the middle where you know Curse uh, is pretty much you know he's he's covered unless he wants to throw it like there. But he's still getting pressured. Um, if you are watching, raise a little bit of separation. And he notices he has like that feel right there. This is like the backyard plays we we talk about a lot. Right. Yeah. And that's I mean that's just a good job of Donald being aware in the pocket and, and making a play again, <laughs> running for his life like always. <laughs> like always. On oh, wait, the offensive line's pass blocking is much better this year. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that one. Yeah. Because uh, obviously somebody I mean somebody missed that blitz you know from the slot you know you always got to be aware of that. I mean just because you see the corner lined up. You know, over the guy. He's still I mean, close. Yeah, he's still close, and you always got to count. I mean, he always has to be accounted for. So, I mean, and, and it's hard. It makes it's hard on the old lineman. I mean, that's why whether it be the tight end or even if it's Donald or somebody needs to, you know, alert the tackle, like, hey, you know, look at, you know, one outside, one outside, you know, just something, you know, just to get him, you know, get his, you know, make him aware and get his eyes, you know, kind of looking that way. So when they, you know, when they take care of, you know, the immediate. I guess the immediate threat of the D lineman in front of him, and you see him slanting away, uh, you got to be able to pass that off, you know, so you can get there. 
Yeah, it's and yeah, it's a it's a lack of experience from from Donald on some of these plays with with picking up blitzes and notifying, you know, alerting um, some potential blitzers. But at the same time, it's the offensive line. It's the it's 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 a lot of things that's wrong with this offense uh, right now. And hopefully, they have the bounce back game against uh, against Miami. But um, this is one of the bad plays from from Donald um, that I did not that I did not like where he actually gives. Uh, I think it's Fuller. Yeah, Fuller's twenty three, right? Um, you're where he he actually Donald so he, he he's dropping back right here, um, and it's another it's a it's a two by t- it's yeah it's a two by two gun set, and yeah. Donald he at first you can see him he reads the middle of the field I watched the uh, the other view as well, and he looks he's looking at curse right here and he sees that curse is going to be open, but then he, he then he comes off of him and goes back towards the middle to see if anything else is open deeper down the field, and right. then he decides to throw the curse which is why it gets deflected he just needs to t- he needs to just take this uh, it's first. You know, it's first and ten right here. Just take the five, six yards. You just a little bit too aggressive right here. Yeah, no, you got to take it. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, I mean, you know what the rule is. Uh, you, you can't come back late, especially like this on a long yeah. out throw. You can't come back late. <laughs> you know, because usually that's either it's either going to be picked or you know, in this instance, you know, fully gets a chance to come up and make a play on it. You know, just knocking it down. But yeah, if it's open now, especially when you, if you're starting the outside. Mm-hmm. Like that, and it's open. You got to go ahead and take that instead yeah. of trying to make late to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I agree. When I watched, I was like, he just needs to, he just needs to take what's there. Um, so let's. Uh, I have three more of him, and this isn't. I again, it's just, it's. A, I just put it in here because like these are some of the plays he made. Like this wasn't again. This wasn't great. It's just a, it's a slant flat concept, but I like. It's just quick recognition. I like how he's reading that flat right there. He's 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 most likely seeing that this, you know, safety is is coming down hard, so he's in man coverage. And then his his head just whips to that slot and just he, he throws a good ball um out, out of the defender's reach right there, which I think is Prince Mukamara. Um nice completion right there to uh to Burnett who, you know, creates another couple yards after the catch. So I thought it was just yeah. a quick read um by him and a nice ball. Yeah, put that up real quick. Uh yeah, see I knew that happened. That happens every <laughs> once in a while. There you go. Yeah. So you could see it as well. And everybody else. Oh, yeah. And everybody else, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's a good throw. The way mm-hmm. that window's tight, and I like where the ball is as well. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to fire it in there like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, low and inside for the receiver to get, you know, to protect himself. You know, it goes out and makes a good catch. But, I mean, that's a great ball. Mm-hmm. You know, in a tight and, and window. It's quick. It's, yeah. It's not like a really super complex read, but it's, it's you know, it's he's taking what's given to him. And that was just – he didn't hesitate. Or if he hesitates, that linebacker's right there and blows up Burnett. So – um, and this is this is the play to Herndon, um, where it's this. So this was confusing to me. The defense. So uh, it looks like cover three, but again, that that in, that that linebacker is carrying him like out. He's carrying uh, Herndon like outside of his zone. So I don't know if he's just manned up on on Herndon, and the rest of the defense is cover three, which would be kind of weird. Um, but or yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it looks like it looked like cover three, but. You know, I didn't really like sit down and dissect as much as I could have. Um, but regardless, you have, and I'm sure you'll tell me or or at least throw an opinion in there. But uh, you know, Herndon, you know, he gets open from the from the linebacker. Nice, you know, he makes a good cut. He head whipped around to get to the ball. Donald, who gets pressure because you know Beecham gets beat with a, um, I think it's actually just a double swipe into a rip from that outside linebacker. Donald steps up, fires a ball to Herndon on the run, perfect location, touchdown. So. Yeah, I I can't 
It's, I'm trying to see. I'm, it, lo- it does. It does look like cover three. I mean, but it looks like man as well. I mean, uh-huh. I, so I don't know if this was blown by Makamura or the slot guy because it looks like he tries. You know, Makamura looks like he tries to come off exactly. Uh, you know, to take the seventy, he doesn't. He's like gets caught in the middle because he sees the corner as well, and he kind of hesitates. So I, I'm not sure what they're playing. I mean, but. You know, I mean, good job of beating the coverage, and and I mean, I, I do like the ball placement. You know, that's that's actually a difficult throw, keeping it in bounds, going mm-hmm. to the front pylon. That's actually, you know, that's actually a pretty difficult throw. Yeah, um, while stepping up in the pocket as well. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's actually a great throw. Uh, mm-hmm. And good job of Herndon, she fighting his way through traffic and and being able to make the catch. You know, and yeah. score. It's so it's like, and I said before, like it's there's some people who benefit from having play calls from teams. I don't know how freaking people get offensive play calls or defensive play calls. I wish I could, um, but especially when it's blown coverages, it it's hard because like I said, like you said, it looks like man, but Amukamara comes off of of his would be man to peel off to get to that to to Herndon, um, and then you have the the linebacker following Herndon instead of being in his like in his like hook to curl zone where it looks like he should be. It's just. It, it was it was weird play, but um, good play overall from from Herndon from Donald to keep his eyes down the field, step up in the pocket, good delivery. Um, so good good play from from both the uh, the rookies there. And it looks like a combination the Jets might you know have for a, you know at least a little bit. But Herndon had three touchdowns in three games, so hopefully it continues right. um, for both of them. You know, so it'd be good to to hit on a, a fourth round draft pick since the Jets really can't hit on anything past the first round apparently. Um, so and this is a. This is uh, okay. So this is a uh, you have Burnett on the bottom of the screen here against Amukamara, and he just he's running a stop route, and it's I couldn't get the over top view of this. I'm not sure if he's using his shoulder to to press in during that during that dry phase of his route, um, but he makes a sharp cut. And you actually, if you see his stop foot right there, he actually slides on it. Yeah, like a good a good yard, but he actually still makes a quick cut on that, and then Donald hits him, and he hits him you know low and away from the corner. Um, you know, so it was a nice throw by Donald. Nice step up in the pocket. I think I have the other view, yeah, as well. So, um, you have Beecham again, who's beat with like that double swipe into a rip again. Donald um, steps up in the pocket and and fires a you know a decent ball to uh, Burnett. Yeah, I mean, I mean overall, you know, good ball. I still would like to see Burnett come back to the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> just to help Donald out a little bit. You know, that that ball could have probably been. I think it's first down too. So. I mean, you come back another step or two, you know, that ball is hitting right in your chest as opposed to him having to go down for it. Mm-hmm. And and he gives himself a chance to make a move too. You know, I mean, I know that's nitpicky, but, you know, that's part of, you know, that's part of route running. You know, you, you know, when you're running curls, you don't just run to the spot and stop. You know, you gotta be, you gotta come back to the ball. You know, that's why if it's 12 yard curl or 15 yard curl or, you know, 18 yard curl or anything like that, you know, they always, you know, you're always taught to come back to the ball. But I mean, overall, you know, a good executed play though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's it for Southern Duds. Unless do you have anything to add, anybody who is you know in your list or anything like that that you want to throw out there, then we'll move on to the bad from the offense and defense. Yeah, no, that's it, man. Yeah, yeah, this game it was it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal to watch. I really like I got like depression watching that game, especially after like, a long work week. I like sit down last night and the night before and watch the film. I was like, ugh, like this is just what I want to do after <laughs> after work and all day and stuff. But uh, so this is this is it look, it's just another um. You know, tight zone split, um, and this is like where a little bit of like Crowell's like the the, the playmaking, um, and kind of like the lack of playmaking, and it's just honestly bad blocking as well. Where you have you have Winters and and Shell in that combo block, and Winters just gets tossed aside. But I like to see Crowell notice that a little bit sooner here, 
and then attempt to cut back again. But it's kind of it's actually kind of hard when I'm watching it again now because there's yeah, there's, hard, there's, yeah. there's nowhere to there's no honestly actually I'm not going to put in, uh, inconsistent vision because maybe he could have bounced it back like here to the backside and went outside. That that have been like a freaking Le'Veon Bell, um, you know, Matt Forte in his prime type of cut where they can cut you know multiple gaps and things like that. But uh, it's actually on the offensive line again. It may be a little bit on Crowell, but I'm actually not going to blame him as much as I did when I originally watched it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing – I mean, it's hard for him to make that comeback because he's already he's he's already in the line of scrimmage already. Yeah. So, yeah, so he can't really – you know, it'd be, it'd be hard for him to get, you know, get all the way out to the outside and make that extra cut. But, I mean, like you said, there's, there's nowhere for him to go. I mean, there's – you know, there's nowhere for him to go. You know, the, the Bears front, you know, we already knew they had – you know, defensively they were good. Yeah. You know, they – you know, they've been playing well all year. You know, they, they pretty much dominated this game. Yeah. Um, okay, so – from the other the other thing I had I had from the offense was uh, I had Jets were third and well they were three for fourteen on third down which is like two weeks of them being like you know twenty five percent or whatever it is on on third down which you just cannot have um, and it's not even Darnold's fault because he was you know set back a lot um, in, you know in third down situations I had Cannon six rushes for ten yards he he missed some holes. Um, but at the same time, there was really not a lot open for him as this offensive line we've seen. It's just it's just been terrible. Um, bad from the defense. I, I have the run defense. I, like it seemed like every every run they were getting four to five yards. And just on just on this play, you know, like at, so you have that orbit. You have an inside handoff, and I it, it looks like um, I think I think that's Basham right there. Uh, is it is it? I think it's bad. I think Basham's 55. Um, but it looks like he's playing the B gap. Like he's expecting somebody to be in that C gap and nobody's right. there. Nobody's there. Right. And then Adams takes a bad angle. He gets, he gets beat. Avery, Avery Williamson is late to like to pick it up and hesitates a little bit too much. So, and then they run goes for freaking 20 something yards. on. But, but, but initially my thing is what is, what is, what is Avery doing? Why are you reading pass? I don't know. Dude, you got to make sure that he's not handing this ball off, which he did. You know, when you're when you're playing zone read, mm-hmm. and especially if you got the C gap, you got to see that it's not a run first, and you can get back into coverage late. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah, but you you know, if that's your responsibility there, you got to make sure <laughs> he doesn't hand the ball off. You got to extra defend it outside of you, if, you know, just in case Trubisky would have kept it, you know, and mm-hmm. then you just kind of got to rally at that point. But you got to make sure that he doesn't hand this ball off first before well, before you start playing pass. Speaking of Avery, because this is this is a bad game from him, and he admitted it after the game that this was his fault, and this was on the second Bears drive, a seventy-yard touchdown. Oh, the screen! Uh, yeah. I did have Tariq Cohen on my team, so I wasn't terribly mad. <laughs> but, um, so what what happened? He he admitted. So it's it's a it's a it's a, I think it's I think this is it's a zero blitz. Um, yeah, it's a zero blitz. Yeah, somebody. Somebody's got the back though, dude. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a zero blitz. No, but Avery Williamson said it was a it was a missed assignment. So he said he got caught up a little bit in traffic. Exact what exact quote quote uh, quote was, but it, this was his man. Um, and he just he it, he blew it because he looked like Co- uh, Cohen was coming to block, and he just lost him. And then you had Cohen with one. It's he he has a blocker advantage. It's him versus Claiborne. I think I don't think Claiborne plays this as well as he could have. Like. I understand he's trying to contain the outside. There's nobody coming from the inside. So I think he needs to try to get into his path a little bit more here. Um, yeah, instead of just running outside because there's nobody. He kind of like gave up on that a little bit, I think. Yeah. To be I mean, once he sees it at this point now, you scrub to the receiver, and now you just, like you said, you try to, more or less, because you're the only guy. So now you just try to get in the way. Yeah. You know, it's, all, it's the only thing that he can do. 
Uh, yeah, you can't contain the outside when there's nobody inside. Right, yeah, as opposed to just <laughs> running outside. So mm-hmm. now he needs to square up, and now you get your hands on the receiver, you know, get your body on you, get your hands on the receiver, and now you just stand square. You want to, you know, you try to, you want to try to force the running back to slow down, you know, allow people to come, you know, to chase and, and rally up, or, you know, hopefully, you know, if you can force them outside and you can get out the block, then maybe you can push them outside. But, you know, there's a little bit of way you can play that instead of just running outside. Yeah, no, you basically just gave them the lane. It's just there's there's nobody coming from inside. There's no – it's not cover three of that safety or cover one where you had that safety deep. It was zero blitz, and you're the only guy on that side of the field. So it's kind of like situational awareness. And uh, this is frustrating too. Um, this is another – it's another. It's just a cover one look. And Claiborne on the bottom of the screen, you know, transitioning to Claiborne from Avery Williamson's bad play. Look how far off he's playing. And he's looking at the quarterback the entire time. He's never going to stop this play. It's, it's second and six, it looks like, or five. Right. Or I'll say six. And look how much room he, that Gabriel has. And this happened a decent amount this, this game. It's been happening a decent amount this year where they're, they're playing so soft that it's like you see Jets re- receptions where, like you said, like it's like they're contested. It's too, it, it should be a lot easier than it is. Um, and I watch Jets games, and his receivers are getting catches with five yards around them, ten yards around them, consistently every game. And uh, that's, yeah. that's on Claiborne. Yeah, that's that's on Claiborne. I mean, but it's, I mean, at this point, you kind of have to say something about coaching now because why do you continue to let you know let Claiborne keep doing this? It's been eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, we're it's, it's eight weeks. To, yeah, so you know, at some point, either the coach has to make a decision, and you put somebody else in. They, you know, they play the fundamentals a little better. Or you need to teach the fundamentals better, uh, you know, in regards to like coverage, because this, you know, this has been happening all year. Yeah, it's just I, I, I don't, I don't get what they're trying to do, and we've we've harped on it a lot with looking inside, playing too far off, not taking read steps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It can hammer the same point home all the time, but when you're when you're bailing and using like a bail like shuffle almost, and you're looking inside and you you have no feel like right there, he, he has no eye con or eyesight line on Gabriel. So the only the only reason he knows that he's that he's back there or even you know he stopped is because Trubisky is loading up the throw. Right, right. That's it. That's the only That's reason he, he would still be freaking running if he didn't look that way. Like yeah. I, so I it's uh, he's he's frustrating to watch and I I see all these stats about people saying oh he's playing a lot really really good this year and it drives me crazy because we've broken him down every game. He's probably had like one good game um overall like for what he's expected to be. Um, other than that, other than that, from the defense, the pass rush. If they didn't send blitzes this game, they did not get home, which is a result of having guys like Basham and Copeland, who's been playing relatively well, but he's still Copeland. Like you know, so they need help. Um, I have well, a couple more things from from the uh, the defense. And this is I have a couple plays from or two plays from Roberts as well. Um, this is it's I think it's it's the same type of thing with Roberts on this play that I'm about to bring up. Of um, oh, so this is. This play actually got wiped out by – it's on the bottom of the screen here, Marcus. I'll play it <clears throat> so, you know, you, so you can see it a couple more times. Yeah. This play actually got wiped out because of a – I think it was like a late hit on the quarterback. Um, and then the – I think it's a holding on the bear, so they just replayed a third down. But look how Roberts is, is playing that. They're not playing Jambo. I think they're just – it looks like they're just playing – No, they're playing, they're playing it straight up. Yeah, straight up, yeah. And look how he plays that outside receiver. He has no – he has, again, no chance. No chance. No. I mean, if anything, you want to be – if you're playing if you're playing man like that, I mean, one, you need to be more square. And then, two, I mean, you really have to slide over it. Not necessarily behind, you know, like his his defender, but you've got to be, you know, on the, on the outside hip of him so you can be able to 
<clears throat> so you can still be able to, to play that crossover route. I mean, you're going to be late regardless just because of, of the formation. You know, them running a bunch and y'all are playing, you know, they're playing it straight up. But you got to you gotta play it better than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why people uh, just got wiped out. And, you know, and I think uh, Trubisky actually helped the Jets defense in a lot of times because he just he, – he missed a lot of throws, to, to be honest. He, he helped them out. I'm not going to lie. There's, there are multiple times where receivers were open and he just, he just missed. Um, so, and this is, uh, this is, again, this is just uh, Roberts on the, on the top of the screen right here. And they just they play so far off. I don't, I don't get it. And uh, he's already 10 yards off. And he's he's yeah. he's getting like a not not I wouldn't say like a super aggressive backpedal, but he's getting to a backpedal. There's no, you see the ball snapped. His 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 it does not look like he's looking inside at least to me just by how he's playing it. Um, so he's taking no read steps and he's backpedaling when you're ten yards away. Yeah, no, and I mean technically he was good actually. Like he's looking at his man. He's you know he's square. He's pedaling. Mm-hmm. You know he's got a nice pedal. He's just 10 yards. I mean, he's too far off. <laughs> That's the thing. And you got to be able to judge that, especially with, you know, when you're lining up on, on Z receivers, you know, who are usually off the ball, you know, as opposed to like the X, you got you to gotta realize that, that you know, you got to understand depth-wise, you got to gauge that, that it's differently, you know, that it's different now. So as opposed to it's, if he was on the line, you know, lined up as an X, you know, as an online receiver, if he's seven, eight, you know, if he was lined up where he was now, then he's okay because he's seven, eight yards. But, you got to understand who you're covering. Are you covering the Z? Are you covering the X? You know, you just got to – you have to judge your depth in regards to how far you're off, you know, based off of that. Yeah, so <clears throat> it's like – like you said, like, yeah, nice form, nice backpedal, you know, nice uh, nice drive off that T-step right, right, right there. Like, yeah. but uh, you're just – you're giving away yards. No matter how – even if Patrick <laughs> Peterson couldn't play that, you know, like it's just – if you're playing 10 yards off and backpedaling, you're not going to be able to stop a hitch. There's just right. there's no way. So you're giving away yards, and people are watching this this Jets team, and they they know that. Just just take the underneath stuff. Um, so I only have a couple. I only have a couple more things from the Jets defense, and it's just going to it's just going to show you blown assignments. We've been talking about blown assignments a lot, and it it, it needs to end. Um, and this is just a it's just a simple it's simple inside zone inside zone read. It's nothing fancy here. They're they're reading the the email, uh, end man on the line right here, right. Um, on you know the back side and he, they him and Adams both crash down and Trubisky has has the outside and he gets ten yards so you know I, I think this is I'm I would say this is probably I don't know who it is between him and Adams I don't know who no, that's, that's on that's on Adams yeah but I say when, I I would think when the, when the when the tackle steps down like that the end responsibility is to crash down you know forty five <clears throat> usually at forty five and take the running back you want to chase mm-hmm. the running back from the back side Adams is supposed to have a container on the quarterback mm-hmm. that's so what I thought yeah so that's on Adams yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's just it's just simple things, and thank God they're not playing Tannehill this week too, because he would he would rush on too. They're playing Brock, who is a statue for the most part, but a uh, right. assignment, simple inside zone read. It's nothing really even special right there. Um, two more plays from from the defense, and we don't really have a lot. Like I said, it's gonna be a little bit shorter. Um, look how crappy this ultimate two film is, by the way. It's just so bad. It looks like it looks like broadcast almost. Um, but uh. So, hold on, who is the? Oh, this is so. This is Roberts again, and this is just I. Listen, man, it's third and six. It's third and six, man, and I'm like, come on, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. So, like, is it at certain point, like, okay, penalties? I get it. It's I think it's more on the players. People are like, oh, well, why don't you bench guys? What are you? Are you gonna bench Leonard Williams? Are you? Are you gonna bench whoever it is? You know, your starting right tackle? No, 
but with this consistent this this defense Marcus, and listen man i'm not i'm not an expert I, i'm a guy who I, I self-taught myself for the last two years and you know at least i have you agreeing with me which helps it helps my my claim but like how is this still happening? And I'm not, I'm not, this is not just this year. This has been happening for, for Todd Bowles entire tenure. So I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're too far off. I mean, if anything, even if you are going to, even if just pause it right there, even, oh. even if, if, even if you're, um, okay. Even if you're blitzing the corner, off, you know, off the end, which is fine. The safety one, he needs to move down and be closer because he's covering the point. So one, he needs to get down a little closer and cover the point. And then, for Roberts on the outside, dude, it's third and six. I mean, you look how early it opens up his hips here. That's what I'm saying. Like, be patient and take your time, and and you know, and line up. I mean, if and I was Roberts, I'd line up at like seven yards. You know, I'd probably line up at six. <laughs> Being at his third and six, you know, and and I take a couple of pedals, you know, just to kind of, you know, just to get, you know, make sure I can read everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, here he's just like he's just bailing out. He's already lined up at like eight yards already. I mean, that's, you know, seven, eight yards already, you know, from the jump. He so, opened I mean, his hips when he's seven, like seven yards away, eight yards away. Yeah, and there's no way you're going to stop this, especially on the speed out. You know, with that formation, uh, it should be easier for him to break because he should be hit up the outsides, you know, based on the formation and everything. But there's no way he's going to get hit. And it's a terrible ball, too. Like, it's, it's yeah. a bad ball. Look, look where that ball ends up. That ball should be, you know, out here. So it's a bad ball right. from Trubisky. They're, they, they're literally giving themselves absolutely no shot. And I just I, – I don't understand it. I, I really don't. Um, one more play from, from the defense, which is a – I, I just put blown defense or blown assignment, whatever the hell I put blown defense. Because <laughs> it's just – it's just – it's – I don't – I don't – I really don't get it. So here uh, – I'm trying to see what it is. I, I, the problem is this is why it's hard to tell. Ready? Look at this. You have yeah, three wow. guys lined up in one place in a zone defense. What is going on with this defense? I don't – oh, the defense played well. Dude, it did not play that well. When you, when you have this many blown assignments, like what is going on here, Marcus? They, there's three guys playing the running back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what um, – <laughs> I honestly don't know what that's supposed to be because – all right, I understand – go back to the beginning because I think that's uh, – who the linebacker is, I can't see his number. He's playing the running back, so obviously he's got him. That's that's uh, late. The tight end, you got a tight end and a wide out lined up, uh, get stacked on the end line. So nobody's covering the tight end. Or is that is that twelve personnel? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's twelve personnel. So somebody's yeah. got to cover. Somebody's got to cover. Got to cover the tight ends. Both of the wide outs are up top. Somebody's got to cover the tight end. So I think whoever the safety is, I think that. Is it's not Adams, but right here, yeah, Roberts. Yes, Roberts. Yeah, he's supposed to be covering the tight end. They just caught the rock. He shouldn't be going out to the back. And I think Adams ends up being a free player just because they're in twelve personnel. You know, by the way that they're playing everything. I mean, that's the only thing that 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 I can. I mean, that I can see. I don't know how. Three I guys paused this when I was watching the film. I saw this, and I'm like, how? Yeah. How does that happen? I just. It's frustrating, and this is why some of the reasons like people go over the situational stuff with Bulls, yeah. but like, dude, you, you, you this cannot continue. No matter who you have, you have if you have Luke right. Keekley, Earl Thomas, like you, you got to coach better than this. I don't, and it, it could be players too. It, I think it's a mixture of both, probably fifty-fifty. But right. damn, the, the mistakes we see every single week—it's infuriating to watch this defense at times. Yeah, um, actually, actually, I um, think Adam, I think Adams was actually supposed to be 
flat player on that, and the linebacker was supposed to sink back in the hole. <laughs> I think it's actually what it, what it was supposed to be. <laughs> and the more the more I was looking at it, because there's no reason to play in zone that the running back would, excuse me, the linebacker would fly to the flats like that when you have you've already got a safety out there already. So the safety comes down, he's in the flat, linebacker stays in the hole, plays the dig. If there's any crossing routes, he passes to the mm-hmm. other linebacker, and you know that's kind of how it's supposed to play out. Yeah, and this is Adams again. Uh, it, it was co- it was a cover one book for sure when I watched it on the other view. And uh, you know why he missed that tackle? Look at his could, eyes. You can see his helmet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's inside. Yeah, he's staring. At, he's staring at the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the thing well, is, like when you when there's no when there's no upfield upfield hip, you want to track the near hip. Right. You know? Exactly. So he's he's tracking that that backside hip, which is closer to the sideline, but he should be tracking towards that that inside hip. You know, right here, so or at least right there. Um, right. And, the, and the reason you lose you lose sight of that when you're tracking like that is because if you're looking at the quarterback, your first reaction is you usually go back to where you were looking for where you were looking before. And and, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody really says that. Like if you're tracking somebody when you're tackling, if you're standing at the quarterback and then you try to get your <clears throat> you try to get your head and your eyes back to where you you know where your man is or where you were usually your eyes go right back to where you were before. So he's tracking the outside hip the whole way. And, and because he started looking at Trubisky, once he got back to put, you know, to get his head back on the receiver, his eyes immediately go back to where he was, you know, where he was. That's a good you know, point. You know, that's, mm-hmm. and that's, that's just human nature. You, I mean, you can, you can, you can work on that, but that's, you know, you know, that's just part of human nature. Yeah, so I would say Adams had a bad game this game as, as well. Um, that's, that's it really it from the defense. He did have this this one nice play where um, <clears throat> it's just like this inside pitch that everybody's that everybody's running with the Chiefs. Now you see it with the Rams, you see it, right. and Adams has right, um, good recognition here to 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 pick it up and not you know not fall for that um, you know jet sweep. So nice play from Adams there, but overall I think for what we expect of him, he actually played a pretty, played a you know bad game for him, for him. So. Yeah, I mean, overall, it, I mean, defensively, the entire defense had a bad game. I mean, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, but people see, like, oh, seven points in the first half, they played well, but Trubisky helped him out with missed throws, I'm telling you. It just, yeah, I mean, you, know, you have to take that into account. I mean, you mm-hmm. just – I mean, you have to. Yeah, so only I, – I, I think I have only a couple more plays and we're going to get into the game from next week because this game is brutal. Uh, <laughs> good from good from the offense. I put Shell in pass blocking. That was it, uh, minus, you know, Donald and Burnett and Herndon. Um, good from the defense. I would say Marcus May, just the fact that, you know, he had seven tackles. He made some nice tackles. He played with a broken thumb, which I kind of expected at this point. Right. Uh, it was like freaking Ronnie Lott like, cut off his finger to play in the game, whatever the frick he did. Yeah. So, you have hockey players. Like, listen, man, hockey players, I see them break their ankles and stuff, tape it up, and, and play in the, the rest of the game the rest of the season. So, like, yeah, he played with a broken thumb, but honestly, it's kind of expected, like, especially for my guys in your generation and stuff. Like, Right. <laughs> so I'll give him some credit, but I'm not gonna like I'm not like bowing down and, and worshiping him from playing with a broken thumb, you know. So um, I think having screen back was he looked a little bit better than Nickerson. We you didn't notice screen get beat a lot, so that was he's a step up from Nickerson, no doubt about it. Um, right. Copeland, I gave Copeland another. I, I would like to see this guy back on as a reserve. I do not want him as my outside starting linebacker or my starting outside linebacker. Um, but he's been making some plays, and he just, it, to me, looked like he was just a spy here, just a straight-up spy, and as soon as he's seen that open lane to um, to Trubisky, you know, he, he's getting outrun here um, because Trubisky's a good athlete, but I like the form of this, that chop right there. Instead of, instead of like, reaching, you know, you're taught to, to chop right there to, to disrupt the legs, and he, and he doesn't, and Trubisky falls. So I think right. it was a nice, nice form um, from, from Copeland. He actually got a sack. It's like a loss of a one-yard sack, but. 
Yeah, no, it was a good job. It was a good hustle. You know, mm-hmm. way to get there. Uh, you know, and and I mean, that's you know, that's one of the things that you can't coach. You know, you can't coach, you know coach hustle. So he, you know, he recognizes the play and you know he goes in and gets the sack. So mm-hmm. you know, that's a good play. Yeah. Um, all right. So other than that, uh, I think good from defense. The Bears were four for twelve on third down, which which definitely helped. Uh, I thought Pennell four tackles, one quarterback hit. He played relatively well. Uh, Leonard Williams was was okay this game. I think he does need to make more of an impact than he is than he does for being a sixth overall pick. And I understand double teams and things like that. And if you had an outside linebacker, for sure help. But there are games he disappears. But uh, that false start in the red zone definitely burned him. Um, but he actually made one one really nice play. This is the last play of the game. Um, that I do want to show, and he makes a nice player right here. And this is a this is a it's an inside zone wham read. Uh, for like there's it's it's there's a lot more it's more a lot more complex than just okay it's a zone read play. There's there's a lot of things. It could be a bob read, it could be a boss read, which is like a safety on the play side. A bob is the backside linebacker. It could be a Mike. It could be a lead. It could be a freaking veer inverted. Read. There's there's a lot of zone plays. And they're just they're isolating uh, Leonard Williams right here, which is you know I call it a, it's a wham read. That's what, at least what I call it inside zone wham read. And I like how he 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 presses the mesh point right there, um, and then he still is athletic enough to to make the tackle. So that's actually uh, oh, yeah. I, I think it's a nice play from him. Yeah, that's a good play, especially talking about the defensive lineman being caught out in space with a with a running back. I mean, yeah. that's actually a hell of a play. You know yeah. What I'm yeah, he breaks down, makes the running back commit, and, and then he's able to make the tackle. That's actually a really good play. Yeah, so like for people like 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 so like like I was saying like you know if he was reading you know Jenkins it'd just be like a normal inside zone this would be like a uh, like a Bob read a boss read a Mike read lead read like there's a whole bunch of different reads I, then there's outside zone inside zone there's counters there's inverted there's there's so much freaking detail there's a lot of sh- you know crap I'm not gonna say that word there's a lot of crap with football that goes on. Um, Special teams don't have anything uh, other. We talk about this every single week. Penalties, eight penalties, 45 yards, way too much, especially starting three drives off in a row with false starts. was just – it It was brutal to watch um, yeah. that. Uh, anything else from this game before we get into uh, Miami? No, man. It's I mean, <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean, because there's – I mean, this is another week where we're saying you – know, The same thing. Yeah. I mean, like really blown assignments. Obviously, you can't generate any points. And, um, you know, a lot of the, the fundamentals or techniques are not being either played correctly or taught correctly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, you know, another week of that. Shocker. Um, I think we just, like, the, the, all the losses the Jets have, we can just pretty much put the show on repeat. It's the same things. It, it really is. Right. Um, but let's go into Miami's roster. Uh, quarterback Brock Osweiler, career 7,000 yards, 37 touchdowns, 30 interceptions guy. Uh, this year, he has six touchdowns at three interceptions. He he misses open passes. He misses reads. He's not mobile. He's not a good quarterback. There's a reason he's been on four or five teams in his young career. Uh, he's a bad quarterback that the Jets should take advantage of. That's that's really it. Yeah, I mean, he's a statue. I mean, that's all he is. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I mean, well, you know him from freaking Texas, the Texas. You guys signed a big ass contract. He, I mean, he. You know, I don't know. I've never been a fan of – I've just never been a fan of Brock Osweiler. I mean, I know he had the – everybody was, was you know, had him on top of the world when he played the – I think it was seven games or eight games with Denver, you know, when he came and filled in during the playoffs, which, you know, he played – I mean, he did play decent, but he didn't have to do a whole lot because defensively they had the best – you know, you know they, they were the strongest, you know, unit in the league at, yeah. league at that time. So he didn't have to do a whole lot. But now going to Houston – uh, and I can't remember where he went after Houston. I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland. And then, uh, yeah, and ended up in Miami. 
you know, this is just kind of who he is, you know, to tell you the truth. You know, he hasn't really developed into a, a top-tier quarterback like everybody claimed or thought that he was. Or he thought he was because he did not yeah. a big contract from the right. Broncos and then left for a little bit more money with the Texans and then sucked. Um, the running backs, uh, Kenyon Drake, he's, he's, a, he's a good running back. He's fast, especially if you're blowing assignments. So he's one of those big play running backs, kind of like we saw with Cohen you know, last week, the same type of guy, even though I would take Cohen over Drake, but same type of matchup. So I don't love that with our linebackers and some of the blown assignments because you oh. blow an assignment on Drake, he could take it for 70 yards. Yeah. Um, and then Frank, <laughs> Frank Gore is Frank Gore. He's, he's, he's still decent, but, you know, it's, it's an it's, – it's an okay running back core, but I'm afraid of Drake because he ripped us up a little bit last game, and he's a big play waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and even though Brock is in, and I hope they realize this, I mean, they have to understand that they're not going to be getting – you're not going to get, like, a lot of zone reads or things like that just because it's Brock. I mean, they may that throw one in there. So they, yeah, I mean, they may, throw, they may throw one in there just to keep you honest. Now, if it was Tannehill, it would be a totally different story. But uh, But – can you not just his running ability, but his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield on screens or swing routes or, mm-hmm. you know, lining them up in the slot sometimes and, you know, him running angle routes, you know, that's going, that's going to be a challenge. And Frank Gore, even though he, he doesn't, you know, he's not the main guy. I mean, he's still a good running back, you know, as, you know, as we, you know, as we can yeah. tell, even at his age, he's still, you know, he's still a good, a good running back and he gets the tough yards when they need him. So, you know, as a group, you know, those two, you know, like it's not a great group, like you, you know, like you said, but yeah. it's, a, it's you know, it's still a pretty good group. Yeah, it's it's you know, especially if you're blowing assignments and stuff. But like you said, it it does help them so much that they don't they can crash down a little bit harder off the edge on those runs. Right. Like you you still have to be a little bit honest first, Brock, but you don't have to be like super conservative like Tannehill, who can take it thirty yards on a run. You know, so right. that helps out the run the run defense you know substantially. It really does. Um, looking at the receiving threats, Devontae Parker, he balled out last week against uh, – they played, they played the Texans on Thursday yep. night, right? Yep. So, he played well, but still, whatever. Um, Kenny Stills is – he's burned just before, but he's questionable, so I'm hoping he does not play. Danny Mondola is a decent slot receiver. Albert Wilson, who ripped up the Jets as well, and Jakeem Grant. So, they, they have a decent receiver core, you know, when you look at it. Stills is a deep threat. Amandola is a reliable slot. Albert Wilson's a yak speed type of guy as well a little bit. And you have Jakeem Grant, who's just a straight-up speed guy. So, it's, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, no, it's a good group. And I actually yeah. – I mean, honestly, if Kenny, if Kenny is back – and Devontae plays the way that he played last week. You know, I mean, along with Danny, I mean, just offensively, they, they're going to be really – they're going to get real good real quick, you know, if they can – you know, if they get the production that they've gotten, uh, you know, from Devontae Parker and, and even filling in with Jakeem and, and Albert Wilson, you know, along with Danny. So, I mean, it's, it's actually a good group, to tell you the truth. You know, if they were all healthy and, yeah. and they had a quarterback that could actually get them the ball, this actually is a pretty good group. I'm trying to. I don't know if there's any um, other players who got ruled out. I, yeah, uh, for the at least for the Dolphins, I can't. Uh, I don't know, but I know Stills was questionable as, as you know of, of a couple of days ago. But we'll see if he if he plays. Um, tight ends: AJ Derby, Mike Kosecki is. It's whatever. Honestly, the Jets have been doing better with tight ends this year, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm not terribly afraid of those guys. Yeah, and, I'm not. I have no. I don't remotely have a small threat with this. Yeah, team. yeah. <laughs> um, especially like, listen, they've been doing pretty well. Um, they shut down Burton for the most part last week. He didn't really get any catches. They shut down 
um, you know, Kyle Rudolph the week before that. They've been doing they've they've been doing well with tight ends this this year so far. Yeah. Um, so I need to give you know Adams, I guess, a little bit and Lee and Williamson some credit from that. Uh, but looking at the offensive line, you have Tunsil who's decent. You have uh, Josh Sitton or Sutton. Uh, I think it's, it's pronounced Sutton, but it's spelled Sitton. But um, Sitton, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But but he's injured, so you have Ted Larson, who's a backup left guard. You mm-hmm. have Kilgore, who's injured as well. Now you have Travis Swanson, who the Jets cut in favor of Jonathan Harrison's, and he's just a, he's a bum. So they have a bad left guard, bad center. Jesse Davis is just an average right guard. You don't really hear much about him. And and same thing with Juwan James, you know. So the offensive line is banged up. It's something I think that the Jets could take advantage of if they blitz. I'm not going to say, you know, 4v5 or 3v5 they can take it on because the Jets just don't have a pass rush but um right you know they, I mean, yeah, they should be able to take advantage yeah I mean they should be able to take advantage of this group this this is probably a below average group mm-hmm. I mean if Sitton was in I'd say it was an average group mm-hmm. but since he's not <laughs> yeah he's uh, not, uh, you know it's probably you know it's probably below you know they're probably you know below average group right now yeah, you have you have two backups in. You know, it's so if we had a well, the Jets' offensive linemen, some of them are actually should be backups, but um, you know what I'm saying. But it, you have to take advantage of that stuff. You have to you have starters out. Uh, front seven, you have Wake and and Cam uh, Hayes at the end, and then you have guys like Quinn and Charles Harris. I believe I don't know if he's. I think he's not playing that well for the Dolphins. Um, so, but you still have Wake and Quinn who ate the Jets up last game. So I'm expecting to see more. You know, yeah. 12, 13 personnel this game. Um, get rid of the ball quickly. You have Jordan Phillips, um, Akeem Spence, and whatever, Goddix, Goddix, whatever the hell his name is. Um, but I think some of them are injured as well. I haven't seen the injury report recently, but I know they're banged up a little bit there. But the front seven is definitely, I would say, the best unit on this team with the, uh, with the receiving core. Yeah, uh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, this, this unit is, is kind of the core of their – I mean, really, I think it's the core of their team, to tell you the truth. I mean, this actually, group. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're decent. I mean, you know, overall, yeah, between Wake, you know, Wake Quinn, you know, Cam mm-hmm. Hayes isn't bad. Harris is okay. Um, you know, Jordan Phillips has been playing pretty decent. The uh, you know, and their backups are. I mean, they're not great. I mean, but they're decent backups. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're you know their interior front you know is you know it's kind of the core of their you know mm-hmm. the core of their team and kind of what gets them going. So if they're playing well, then they're definitely playing well defensively. Yo, know, I know they've been playing like ass recently. I don't know why they've been playing like ass, yeah. but you know. So then you have Raekwon McMillan, who I'm not really afraid of. He's he's a young guy. Jerome Baker, Kiko Alonso, whatever. I'm not afraid of Kiko at all either. I think he's garbage. Um, their safety, their safety is Rashad Jones is a really good player. Uh, getting a little bit not like older now, but he's not in his prime anymore. I think he's like 30 years old, 31. Uh, T.J. McDonald, Nika Fitzpatrick, um, who's a they, he, he's basically like a slot corner for them right now. Is how he's playing. Right. Right the corners, Xavier Howard, Bobby McCain, Tankersley. Uh, it's it's a decent defense. It's a it was a yeah. solid defense. It's not great, and I think the Jets like okay. We just came against the Vikings and the Bears. Now coming to the Dolphins, it's like wow, this is this is a lot easier. So I'm hoping they can they can take advantage because I don't know exactly what it is. I don't break down Dolphins film, but I know they've been struggling recently with with holding guys, and they just play the Texans as well. So I know they struggled. So um, yeah, they yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, overall as a defense, the defense is actually good. Tell you mm-hmm. the truth, but they've been – I don't know. Like you said, I don't know what's been their deal. They've been blowing a lot of assignments up front and in the back end, especially when they – you know, against Houston. Wow. They blew a ton of coverages against Houston. Mm-hmm. Like, it was – like, it was – it was just – I don't know. It was weird to see – well, I shouldn't say it was weird because 
you know, we kind of do the same thing with the Jets, but but they, you know, but they, but Miami assignments, no way. Yeah, but I think, but Miami's kind of having the same issues that you know the Jets are having because they, you know, they like to play a lot of man per se, but then when they try to throw in some zone, like for example, like they get did against mm-hmm. Houston, like they struggle a lot. You yeah. know, when when they get in those get caught in those situations, so they they haven't been playing well over the last few weeks. But overall, it's not a bad group, you know. And, and I like Rashad Jones. I like T.J. McDonald. Honestly, I'd like to see Minka in there more for T.J. because T.J. is more of an in the box guy. Yeah. With Minka, you you know you've got you know you got a lot more versatility, and you can still leave him in on nickel and dime situations. He can cover the tight end man to man if you need to. You can do you can just do a lot more with him. Uh, so I would rather see him be the starter than T.J. T.J. is the vet though. He know, he knows how to play. Uh, with Xavier, I mean, obviously he's having a he's having a really good year this year. You know, to tell you the truth, and he's like a he's definitely a man to man guy. Yeah, know, for sure. He can play all, everything, but you know, he's a man to man corner, and you know, everybody else, Bobby McCain, you know, Tim Kersley and McTire, they're just you know they're they're serviceable backups. But I mean, defensively, they're not bad when they get when they have it together and they're playing. You know, you see them dialed in. This is actually a really good defense. You know, when they have everybody. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're you know, if you're a Jets fan, you just hope that they don't show up again, you know, this coming week, you know, because if they do show up, you know, it'll be tough. I feel like the Jets have played a lot of teams who are coming off bye weeks or coming off Thursday night games, like multiple – I know at least two or three games this year they played a team on a bye week or coming off a Thursday night game where they had 10 days to prepare. So, like, it's just – it happens a lot. And uh, the Dolphins just looked at – they got 32 points to the Lions. They got 42 to the Texans. So, like, they're they're struggling a little bit. I know the Texans are actually one of the best offenses in the NFL. They just struggle in the red zone. Yeah, um, in terms of yardage and stuff, they're really they're really up there. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll 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 see. It's they need to win this game though. The Jets really 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 do. But Sam Donald's been playing good freaking defense, man. The Bears, the the Dolphins, who I think are are decent defense. The Vikings, the Jaguars. Like damn, man. Like give me a couple more Colts games or something. Like oh man, that's the no, that's the NFL, man. That's I know. <laughs> um, but okay, so so moving on from from them, uh, the injuries. Um, Johnson, he's he was. Questionable on Wednesday, so yesterday. I don't, I don't know if they practiced yet today, but he needs a freaking play. He, he he's already missed four games in eight game seasons so far, so he needs to play this week. This is a big week for the Jets. They really do need to win this game. Anun was questionable. I know he practiced yesterday. Anderson wasn't at practice yesterday, so they, the Jets need to at least get Anderson or Anunwa back. Like, please, they cannot go into yeah. the weapons they did with I, him this week. So, I, and if, Johnson needs to play too. Yeah, I think if Anunwa practice, I think he'll play. He's just one of those guys. He'll tough it out. Johnson, I don't know, uh, and Anderson, you know, just I don't necessarily know because he didn't practice. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think the report that I did read, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Johnson was just doing drills, but he didn't really practice. Yeah, he did individuals, not team drills. Right, it's kind of mm-hmm. where it is. So, if he's doing individual drills, then today he'll probably get in and do some more team drills. Uh, what's today? Thursday? Yeah, going into Friday. Yeah, I'm trying to look on the uh, on the old Twitter machine to see if there's any uh, updates about him. Practicing. Yeah, then they'll, see, then they'll see where he is Friday. You know, if he practices today, uh, you know, it may just, as a precaution, wanted him to, you know, just kind of see where he was with the drills. And, you know, because really that's where you, you kind of, you find the most impact is in the drills because you're doing things where you're breaking and things like that. As opposed to the team, you don't, you're not always doing that. So, you know, they probably let him go through drills and we'll figure out where he is Friday. Anderson. I, I think he needs to play, though. Anderson and Anunua did not practice today. Ooh. Man, they're just banged. So they don't have a good team. They're blown assignments, and they have injuries on offense. It's just like – I mean, uh-huh. they, still have, they still have another day. So you still got Friday. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm praying to see that they, they get some healthy bodies here. Because, like I said, they need a Nunoa or um, 
you know. So and it said Todd Bowles hasn't ruled out anyone for the Dolphins game yet. So um, I'm, you know, at least as of right now, there's nobody ruled out. So I'm hoping all these guys play. Um, let's see though. Um, okay, so that's that's all I could find right now. So moving on from that, um, what's your score prediction? What what is what is your score for this game? Dude, like <laughs> you're like twenty eight, twenty three. I don't know. That's I'm like twenty four seventeen. It's like it's like it's not, Dolphins. Gonna, <clears throat> it's not gonna be a high scoring game. You know, by any means. It's gonna be an ugly game. Think uh, so? Well yeah. damn it, I'm picking the Jets to win twenty eight to twenty three because I freaking need it and I need it because I hate the Dolphins fans and all the shitty tweets I got from Dolphins fans after the Jets lose to the Browns and say how bad the Jets were, I'm going to go Ooh. back. It's going to take me three years to scroll back on my, on my Twitter like thing. I'm going to like every single one of their tweets as soon as the Jets freaking <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the Jets 28 to 23 because I hate the Dolphins. Just, and usually teams split if, if they're in a division. They're both just yeah. okay teams. I'm, I'm, taking the, I'm going to take the Jets too. I still think it's going to be probably like, yeah, 27-17 or, like, something like that. Just, I mean, and honestly, the only reason why, and I know this sounds really bad, is because, dude, Brock Osweiler is a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, no, Tannehill's playing this game. I'm not, I'm not, if he's playing this game, I'm not picking the Jets. I'm not. Yeah, that, that's really the, the main reason why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Please, just please, God, for my sanity, can't lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to hear it all offseason until the Jets beat the next time how much better the Dolphins are than the Jets. And I, I – have fun finding a quarterback next year because it's not Tannehill, it's not Osweiler as of right now. Um, so, well, I thought I they know. overpaid. I thought they paid too much for Tannehill anyway at mm-hmm. the gate. I mean, yeah, I, he's, 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 he's an okay guy. But. And if we get to remember, I mean, the dude, with the exception of, was it the last year or the last two years, he was a wide out of a Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, before, I mean, he was a quarterback in high school and all that, but, I mean, he was a wide out, you know, at A&M. So he may have been getting backup reps, but I wouldn't assign him to that as you know, as a franchise quarterback, <laughs> yeah. knowing that history. I just I wouldn't have done that. All right, yes, yeah, so moving on from that game. Uh, unless there's anything, <laughs> I'm gonna say the same stuff. Get pressure. Don't force turn. The Jets haven't forced a turnover turnover in like two weeks now, or three weeks, or whatever it is. Um, I don't, yeah, right. No, no. Did they? Wait, I don't they know if they. Have, well, they didn't have a they didn't have a turnover versus the Vikings. They didn't have a turnover. This week, the Colts did they? I think they had a fumble recovery against the Colts. Yeah, they, they didn't have a pick though. Um, they had the no, they had the bobble pick. Remember? Oh yeah, they had they had the bobble pick and they had the yeah. um, the Adams where he put where he put his helmet in there. Um, yeah. yeah, so they did have so yeah, it's been two weeks though, no turnovers. So the Jets need to first force a turnover for sure. Um, versus Brock Osweiler, confuse them, pressure them. Play conservatively on offense. Contain the running game. Blah 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 blah. Just win the freaking game. <laughs> right. Just win the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> seriously. Um, okay. So, moving on. Uh, Pickums. I got shit on. I killed it. And that's it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and somebody comments on YouTube and they're like, "Oh man, Joe, brutal week for you." I was like, "Yep." Um, so going into this, which I do not want to go into. Uh, I, I'm going to pick some risky games this week. I'm, I need to just be bold here. Um, but last week we picked – we both picked the Texans on Thursday night who beat the Dolphins 42-23. to We both picked the Eagles who beat the Jags in London 24-18. to It sucks for teams who have to play their home, a home game in, in London. Yeah, but I, um, I picked the Ravens. You picked the Panthers. Like the third time I got burned by the Panthers. Panthers yeah. won 36-21. to 
You picked the Seahawks. I picked the Lions. The Seahawks won 28 to 14. You pick the Cardinals. I picked the the 49ers. The Cardinals won 18 to 15. We both picked the Rams. Thank God, who uh, beat the Packers 29 to 27. Um, and then I picked the Saints. You picked the Vikings. Who I screwed up the score here, but I think it was uh, 30 Saints to 27 Vikings, I believe, um, or yeah, maybe a little bit less. Right. I forget exactly what the score was, but the the Saints did win. Um, and you you did te- you you were like, hey man, they got a lot of injuries, but you didn't you didn't take the score back, so I like that. I I, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, hey, if I pick it, it's a charity game. If, if I pick it, I pick it. I mean, because I didn't know they had that many people out before, yeah. before the game. I was like, like damn it. I was like, yeah. all right, I'll stay with it. F it. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. It was 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So this week – so I went I went five and five and three. You went seven and one. So you went up another two games on my show. My overall is 28, 24, and one. You're, tw- you're 35, 17, and one. So you're, you're at a freaking two, like a two, 2.0 – a ratio right now so you're you're on a good pace and i'm just a bum um so this week you're gonna go first because i need you to so we're both picking i'm just gonna put the jets in in there um as well um <laughs> i picked some weird games again uh the one and six raiders at the one and seven niners on thursday night football i only picked this thursday night football <clears throat> yeah i'm gonna take the raiders though yeah okay i mean defensively they suck with at least they're scoring. I mean, they're scoring points. At least they just, I mean, I'll be honest with you, defensively they're struggling really bad. I mean, and their offense isn't as bad as everybody thinks it. I mean, it is. I know Derek Carr is throwing picks and everything, but I mean, they're still scoring points though. Yeah, they put and, some points and, last week. Yeah, and the 49ers are just kind of like, yeah. I mean, honestly, what we saw from San Fran is kind of just what San Fran is right now. I just thought, like, okay, you know, they put up a good game versus the Packers. Like, maybe they'll play at that again versus the freaking Cardinals who suck and. You know, you know what happens. So, yeah. um, we're both picking the Raiders. Uh, next game, this is a good game. Um, four two and one Steelers at the four and four Ravens. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna take the Ravens and this one. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the Steelers. All right. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I know Carolina's tough, but is um, it doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter if Le'Veon's coming back or not. I honestly don't care to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at, I think the Ravens, are, they'll get it together this week. All right, I'm taking the Steelers. I think this is when the Steelers start to take over the division a little bit. Um, yeah. And the Ravens, I thought I, I said when they were 4-2 and two and were picking the games, I think they're they're good, but they're not as good as everybody thinks they are. Yeah. And, and if you watch like the, the some of the things I've been hearing about the film is um, you know, they've been blitzing a lot, so they're taking advantage of a lot of younger quarterbacks. But when they play you know, veteran guys, they've been getting beat a little bit. Um, they did with Cam Newton. I think they're going to again with Ben Roethlisberger this week. So I'm, I'm thinking the Steelers, and I kind of need to anyway. I need to catch up seven games in, in eight weeks. So um, next game, I know we were going, so I'm really at the ask, I guess. Uh, the five and two Chargers, four o'clock game uh, at the four and three Seahawks. I'm actually going to take the Chargers in this game. No, I knew you were going to take the Chargers here, boy. Oh, you did? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to take the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers too. I just don't think the Seahawks are at. Well, I'm taking the Seahawks. Yep, screw it. I'm doing it. The Seahawks have won like three in a row. Blah 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 blah. I need to catch up games. That's that's why I'm freaking. I'm taking it. Um, yeah, I'm picking against your boy, uh, who's uh, the Jets. You know, old yeah, coach actually, but it's all good. 
All right, so uh, next game, really, this is the best game of the week uh, to me, at least. Uh, there's a couple of good games, but four twenty-five, eight no Rams at the six and one Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints to give the Rams their first. Damn it! Go. I was gonna year. take the Saints. <laughs> I was like, this is their first loss of the year. Yeah, but now I'm Saints. taking the Rams. All right. Okay. Dan, yeah, I was, I was on the deal. I was like, that's going to be my surprise game. And you're like, oh, really? Like, you're going to take this? Okay, whatever. I'll take the Rams. The Rams <laughs> take their first L versus the Chiefs then in a couple of weeks. I did not feel good about that one at all because I, I think the Rams are good, but I don't think they're 8-0 good. Like, I, their defense, for whatever reason, is so good, and they just got Dante Fowler, and they just can't hold teams as well as I thought they would be able to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I'll take the Rams, whatever. Um. Next game Sunday night three and three 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 and one Packers at the six and two Patriots. You know I'm gonna take the Patriots. Yeah, I already I already typed it in before you said it because yeah, the Packers just their team is really not that good any anywhere. Um, I think Mike Downs has been struggling a little bit this year. They don't have a great secondary. They have a couple of players here and there. The receivers are 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 good actually, but how much yeah. is Aaron Rodgers? How much is the receivers? You know, so right. um, I'm taking the Patriots too, especially in Foxborough. Um, Next game, this is just because it's Monday night. It's two, three, and four teams, but the three and four Titans at the three and four Cowboys. Dang. Actually, this may be the – besides the Ravens-Steelers, this might be the toughest game to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not easy because the Titans it's, are just so inconsistent, but they, right. their defense is really good. And the Cowboys, one week they suck on offense, one week they're good, but the Titans have a good run defense to kind of you know um, right. offset Elliott. But the Cowboys also has got Cooper. So how much is he involved in this game? Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's this is tough. Uh, Wherever you pick, I'm going opposite. I'm not gonna lie. So this yeah, is on you. I know. I'm trying to think who I want to pick. <laughs> um, you know what? It is in Dallas. Yeah, I'm gonna take Dallas. Okay. All right. Uh, you're taking Dallas. I'm gonna take the Titans because Marcus Mariota is mobile. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, but okay, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, and Dallas's defense has been playing pretty good this year. They they have been playing. They have been playing well. But I just yeah. I'm praying because I have Cooper and Cooper's been such a disappointment. I'm hoping that the Cowboys have to pass to him or something so I can get some like fantasy value for this guy. Um, okay, so this week, both taking the Jets, we're both taking the Ravers, uh, the 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 Ravers, the <laughs> Raiders. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Steelers in in uh, Baltimore. You're taking the the Ravens. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks at home against the Chargers. You're taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Rams in New Orleans. You're taking the Saints. We're both taking the Pats. I'm taking the Titans. You're taking the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. I might get burned by this, but I gotta try. I gotta try something. So I'm hoping I at least get one game up on you this week. But we'll see. Uh, um, this one. This one. This is probably gonna be. I mean, looking at it, we're, we're probably about – We may. How many is that? One, two, three. Three games. Five, six, seven. Well, seven three games are picking different. Yeah, we're probably we're probably gonna vote end up like four and three this year this week. Yeah, we're well. Hopefully, it's like a random. That's a random game. The the uh, the Raiders Forty ers game is kind of the random game to me, where one of us you know <laughs> end up five and two, but we may end up like four and three this year this week. No, like, well, hopefully, hopefully the only games you win are the Jets game, the Pats game, and the Raiders game, and that's it. So uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah. I need to get to it. <laughs> All right, anything else uh, finally you want to say on this uh, shorter edition of uh, Turn on the Jets Film Room before we go? Oh, oh, man, I just – I just, I know I've been begging for, like, you know – Better football. Every week, but mm-hmm. – I mean, yeah, especially at this point, like your week eight, 
and and you're right. Like at this point, at this point now, especially where their record is, like all of their games from here on out are like must win games for the most part. Well, if, you're trying to, if you're trying to do anything to, to salvage this season, you know you have to treat all of these games like playoff games. You know for the rest of the year. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, especially because, like, listen, if you're three and six, that's such bad. Where if you win this game, you're four and five. You hope if they lose to the Bills at home against Peterman or one of these guys will lose it. But if they can be five and five for the bye, like, that gives you some confidence. Like, okay, well, maybe you can make a run into the playoffs, which, you know, I, I'm not going to say they will, but um, it gives the team confidence. Maybe you can reach eight and eight, you know, and, and really get this team up and, and, and uh, you know, happy and you know, give it some, some light. But if you lose to the – to the freaking Dolphins, and then you're three and six going into the Buffalo Bills game. If you lose that game, you're three and seven going to the bye. You play the Patriots after. You play the Packers. You play the Texans. You play the Patriots again. Like woof. So yeah, right. um, this is this is a big week for the Jets. I, I'm gonna call this a must-win game. Um, and you know, appreciate you for listening. Uh, you know, you don't have to get off your asses. Just go on the podcast app. Leave us a review, please. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not that much of a. <laughs> but uh, you know, seriously, it, it does help us. Um, Gets some more listens, which gets us a lot more things. Uh, there's, it's, I'm not even going to explain it all, um, but it does help us out. So please do that. And like I said, once we reach 50, um, we'll either get you, you know, sent to a game. Uh, we'll get a, you know, a T-shirt, some memorabilia, whatever um, it, it might be. So please read that, read that review. And um, we will talk to you next week. And hopefully it's a, it's a Jets win because we both predicted it. So thank you everybody yep. for listening.